Good morning, my friends. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's Friday again. And your weekend starts right here on Review in the presence of the Almighty God. With me, your host, and your dear friend, Esther. Today, we continue our topic on obedience. And today, we'll be looking at the lessons learned from Abraham's complete obedience. Lessons, lessons learned from Abraham's complete obedience. Turn with me this morning to the book of Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. We'll read from verse 1 all through to 3. Genesis chapter 12, we'll start from verse 1 and stop when we are finished reading verse 3. It says, Now the Lord has said to Abram, by this time it was Abram, Now the Lord has said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Verse 4. Let me read verse 4 to you. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Amen. Because I wanted you to know, I wanted you to see Abram's obedience. So I wanted us to read that place, verse 4. Amen. Abram departed with his wife and Lot, his nephew. Obedience to God in the life of a believer also comes with something I don't think I've told you yet. And it is faith. If you like, call it a complete trust. Father Abraham had to leave behind a life of security he had known all his life. And considering that during Abraham's time, families lived closely together and were strongly knitted together. So it was hard for family members to live um, far away from each other. But he had to leave all that for a land he did not even know. Holy God, that must have been costly. Hmm. I mean, if you know about something, then you prepare for it. He didn't know about this land. And this is the same way God has called you and high to obedience that is costly and involves complete trust. Like forgiving those who have hurt us deeply. Loving our enemies like Jesus said in the Gospels, sharing the gospel, or battling sin altogether. Now, from where we read in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, Abraham did not get much details about this land or what lies ahead 
even though God's command was followed with astonishing and unconditional promises of God's I will. In the next two verses, did you notice? I will bless you. I will make you this. I will curse those who curse. I will this. In the next two verses that followed. But you see, Abraham was the one who heard God's voice. I'm sure it wasn't that easy and it wasn't smooth getting the message across to Sarah by saying, um, you know, let's act it out. How do you think it went? Well, this is Abraham. Hey, Sarah, babe, God told me something, my dream or a vision or meditation or whatever you and I want to call it this morning. God told me something. He has promised to make us a blessing and bless the whole earth through her, Sarah. But we just need to go to this land. He told me of a land. Isn't that wonderful? And do you think Sarah went, oh, yes, it is wonderful. Hallelujah. Abraham said, come on then, babe. Start parking. And Sarah said, uh, all right then. Uh, but. Abraham, honey, where's the land? You know, uh, the land he told you. Abraham went, uh, I don't know. God said he'll tell us. We need to move first. Fast, come on. Come on, babe. Sarah went, hey, honey, are you all right? Is your age, is age taking its toll on you already? I mean, you're only 75 for God's sake. Come on, Abraham, honey. Tell me something more real. <laughs> How do you think it went? You know, when I read the Bible, I imagine it comes alive to me and I imagine how it would have gone. How he got this message across to Sarah, we do not know. But the Bible tells us something in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, which we have already read in Genesis chapter 12. Let's see what happened when the writer of Hebrew was recording the life of Father Abraham. Turn with me this morning to the book of Hebrews chapter 11. We'll be reading from verse 8. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. Amen. Abraham went out by faith. Abraham went out by faith, not knowing where he was going. Amen. My friends, Abraham obeyed by faith. Complete trust in God. In other words, or for you and I, faith is how we pursue Christian or biblical obedience. So place your faith in God. Your complete trust. It wouldn't call you. Maybe it wouldn't call you today to a land that you do not know. No. But if he has called you to love, 
to love your enemies. Forgive those who have hurt you deeply. Share the gospel. Maybe he has called you to help a struggling family, to help a widow, an orphan. Maybe yours is to help the fatherless, and so on and so forth. Has he called you to do such? Oh yes, he has called us to do such. Then go ahead. My friends, don't make up for it any other way. Don't make up for it any other way. God is not the kind of deity to be appeased or impressed with any other thing like your tithing or your offering. Don't look elsewhere for how the world does it because you probably will not find. No, don't look elsewhere. Don't make up for it. You say, Esther, why do you think, why do you keep talking about my tithe and offering? And it is because when we give tithe and offering in our places of worship, we just feel um, satisfied with ourselves. Like, oh, uh, well, I've done something that I've been told God is happy with. Is not a deity to be appeased or impressed with your tithing and offering. No. If you have done that because you were being told it is God's command, what about in all other areas that I have just told you about? Loving people, loving without compromise, helping out, helping struggling families, a widow and often the fatherless, sharing the gospel. What about all other areas? Are you being obedient? Like I said to you, don't look elsewhere for how the world does it because you probably will not find it. And that is because obedience to God is not very popular. Obedience to God is not very popular. Our Father and our God, we thank you and we love you. We worship you. Thank you because you have called us. And it is because you love us. You loved us first before we ever thought of loving you while we were still sinners. You loved us and you sent your son to die for us. We praise your name, Abba Father. We love you. We thank you. We pray that you have mercy upon us, Abba Father. Give us the heart to obey you. Holy Spirit, we pray that you start working in our lives, all of our lives, and give us the heart and the grace and the courage as we obey you faithfully because you, God, are always faithful to your promises. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much once again, my friends, for joining me. May God bless you. I'll see you again tomorrow as we look again, once again, into the life of Abraham to see his complete obedience, faith, and complete trust in the Lord. Until then, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen in Jesus' name.
Great is your face.